It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. If you can't hear me, let me know. Let's have a look. Audio is off. There we go. Right, you should be able to hear me now, I think. Um, let me know straight away. Because, uh, yeah, my son's been playing with the audio and the microphones. But I think it's working now. I'm Sai. Welcome to Ace Podcast Nation, the home of me, myself and I. This is episode number five. Thank you, Matthew. I am back in the room. We are live on YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, Ace Podcast Nation. Of course, you're home to many great shows and series featuring top guests, expert analysts, and more. We had the expert analysts galore last night on the fight show. We had the legend that is Danny Batten covering the MMA side, the UFC side. And then we brought in Ben Doherty, boxing media guy, author. And wow, does he know his stuff. A true historian of boxing. It was a sensational show for fight fans. Uh, And I urge you to check it out. Download the audio version, if I were you. Um, and if you like your audio versions, of course, get them from the Sports Social Podcast Network, UK's first dedicated sports podcast network. You can find all of our shows there. Danny Batten Fight Show has got its own little website, its own stream of podcasts featuring some of the best guests in the UK and world fight scene. For instance, we had Gary Toonan of uh, One Championship, one of the greatest fighters in the world as we speak we had mighty mouse johnson on uh, for an exclusive interview one of the greatest fighters who's ever been in mma we've had boxers we've had mma guys we've had coaches we've had journalists so many different types of guests on that show you're missing out it's like a sleeping giant as they say um but before i start rambling already started 
uh, on to the Super Six Charity Update. This year we are supporting Super Six Charity Football Prediction League, raising money for two great charities. You've got the Maggie Centre, which is a cancer charity, and Mind Mental Health Charity, two very important charities, two charities very close to my heart. Um, this week, Cohen Griffith had a storming round and topped the table with 20 points. Uh, Sally, Paul, Darren, Colin, not far behind on 17. It's quite a high mention and a special mention to Gavin Gordon, ex Cardiff City, at his best round so far, scoring a whopping 16 points. But uh, in terms of the league and the impact, we've uh, a few solid rounds. We had Leighton Brennan currently occupying the final prize place, but uh, Gareth Price is crumbling under the pressure of the top spot and his lead is down to just three points. But uh, the next round, remember is tomorrow, 7.45. So get as soon as this show finishes, get your predictions going. Because, uh, yes, indeed, it's going to be very, very interesting. It's the Champions League round. But, uh, yeah, I think um, interesting indeed. I've, uh, I've done my predictions for tomorrow. Maybe I'll share them with you. Maybe I will not. Um, Kay Charles says, can we get Perry Satin on your fight show? Um, so... Perry Saturn would probably be tricky, I would imagine. Um, he's just quite a big name in America. I will try, although he might be more fitted to the wrestling show. Um, but we could probably, you know, maybe sort something out. I'd like to have Perry Saturn on the, um, one of the My Story um, episodes. Um, because I think that could be... Uh, he's got a sensational story to tell with lots of... There's lots of stuff in, you know, the, the Eddie Guerrero's uh, life and death and stuff. He was a big part of... Uh, that and he was, you know, he's obviously good friends with him. And there's a lot of aspects to his story just on his own. He's a, apparently he was an absolute uh, a bit of a loon, like he has some crazy stories to tell. Uh, lots of people in the chat already, which is always good to see on the various platforms. Um, Reese's mum is here, so that's what we like to see. James, Matthew, Cade, Reese. Um, James Costley, as always, I like it, I like it. So, yeah, as always, this show is heavily dependent on you guys. Uh, Gaz is your will as well. Um, so, yeah, guys, you know, get uh, get your questions in. Heavily dependent on questions and all that sort of stuff. Uh, Donna says, I'd love to get Danny, Danny's dad on the Danny Brighton Fight Show. Maybe uh, Anna Wine's here as well, maybe one day. Well, one week if we uh, if we haven't got uh, like fighters and stuff to to have on, we may may do that. But um, we have uh, Lloyd Germain's coming on next Sunday. Um, he had some issues last week and what uh, yesterday and wasn't able to make it. So boxer Lloyd Germain is coming on next Sunday, um, and also hoping that we might have a few big ones coming up as well on that on that front. Um, but yes, indeed, lots to talk about, and it doesn't always have to be. Uh, Football related, we can talk about anything you like. Anything you like, I will discuss. Won't always be an educated discussion, but I'll give an opinion nonetheless. And I normally talk about stuff that I shouldn't, but there we go. That's what it is. But uh, yeah, it is. football. What I'm loving about football at the moment is week to week, everybody is having like this knee jerk reaction. Of like, oh my god, so and so is rubbish. That's it. They're finished. Sack the manager, and it's like, yeah, come on. Dicky Davis's world of sport, Leslie. I like it. I like it. 
I'm going to change. I am going to change this overlay um, when I have the time to do it. I'm going to change it because I don't like it. But um, I needed something to kind of just something different for a solo show. It's very difficult. Um, so let's have a look. Uh, Laura Reese's mum says, uh, "What did you think of the boxing result on the weekend?" So, um, I just thought Anthony Joshua was beaten by the better man. Um, I said before, people really underestimate how good Alexander uh, Usyk is. Sensational boxer. There's a reason he's undefeated, um, and he's his footwork just undid Anthony Joshua. Anthony Joshua probably didn't perform at the level that he would have liked. He made some errors, um, in my opinion. Um, not sure about his game plan. Again, certainly my opinion. But I think too many people are not giving Usyk enough credit for being, one, a sensational boxer, two, giving his best performance at heavyweight yet, and three, uh, his just his general game plan was spot on. Keep Anthony Joshua moving. Andy Joshua was dizzy by the sort of middle rounds because he had just been going side to side, round and round. Usyk was sensational and he deserved the win. We'll have the rematch. Anthony Joshua will have to, to come up with a, a better game plan to beat him. It's going to be interesting because I'm not, I'm a bit like Danny. Like Danny's not the biggest fan of Anthony Joshua. Um, I'm not, I don't, I'm a bit like that in, in, as, a, as a fighter. I don't think. For instance, I don't think he's as good as Tyson Fury. I think Tyson Fury is by far the better boxer. But uh, Anthony Joshua, the guy, I got a lot of respect for the way he conducts himself, the respect he shows when he loses. Um, to me, him losing to Ruiz was a much bigger shock. Like, there was no way I could see Ruiz beating him because Ruiz was like just not uh, on his level, and that was proven in the rematch. Like it was, Joshua kind of put that straight. I don't believe that this one is so simple because Usyk is a genuinely world class boxer. Like Usyk is up there. I would be so interested to see uh, Usyk versus Tyson Fury because I think that is a battle of the two best boxers in the world from a heavyweight point of view. Um, let's have a look. Uh, oh, Leslie Coates. We haven't seen you for a while, Leslie. So let's have a look what questions you got. Uh, he says, Do you remember that show? Uh, so that what was it. It was what did you say? Dickie Davis on World of Sport. I do remember World of Sport. Um, when I was younger, like obviously I was only young in the 80s, but like you couldn't get oh, I didn't have Sky when I was younger, so you had to watch wrestling, it was either WWF like highlights or superstars or something like that on like a Saturday lunchtime sometimes. But if you wanted wrestling, you had to watch World of Sport, mate. Um, but um, they did a, like a, a revamp of it a few years ago as well on ITV primetime. Big Daddy, Giant Heist, Giant Haystacks. Oh, mate, it was superb. Um, Craig says, Satan Greavesy was the best. Yeah, Satan Greavesy was, that was my childhood watching that. And obviously a shout out, um, you know, Jimmy Greaves passed away recently. Um, a very vastly, vastly underrated footballer, by the way. Um, and people forget how good of a striker that man was. The goal machine. And um, very unlucky to not be a, a World Cup winner. You know, um, everyone knows that story, I guess. Um, 
you know, and and Donna says there, you sick is an Olympic gold medalist. Um, it was a it was a really uh, I felt like I did feel like people were um disrespecting Usyk a little bit in terms of oh it was it was all because Anthony Joshua didn't turn up and this and that like sometimes in sport you've just got to accept that the other team or the other person is is better on the night or on the day and Usyk was better on the night or on the day is he the better boxer nine times out of ten in my opinion yes. In other people's opinion, who will probably know more about it, they might say no. But on the day, Usyk was by far the better. Um, so Leslie says uh, there was always people walking around in the background, and sometimes he was handed scripts. Uh, Let's see you last and <laughs> something. Yeah, in World of Sport, there used to be like all sorts of things going on behind the scenes and behind the uh, Dickie Davis. Uh, Reese's mum says I saw Giant Haystacks and Big Daddy live wrestling. Uh, my late father loved different sports, so grew up watching that football, rugby, cricket. Just similar to me, Lorna. I was uh, they were the sort of my sports. Um, uh, Reese's mum also says I still prefer jo- uh, Klitschko to Joshua or any of them. Yeah, and I mean that's people forget like when they criticise Tyson Fury, and you know rightly so, and sometimes for his um, some of his comments, I guess. But um, like. Vladimir Klitschko was like this unstoppable machine after a really ropey start to his career. Um, he was just unstoppable. And Tyson Fury just boxed his head off. And he um, doesn't always get the credit for he deserves, probably because Klitschko was coming to the end of his of his sort of career and his fighting career. But, yeah, that is what it is. Um, there was another comment I was going to look at then. Ah, oh, Reese says, um, I used to love Soccer AM back in his golden day. Absolute garbage now. Do still enjoy football focus. Yeah, look, I yeah, soccer AM in its heyday was was game changing. It was superb. It was like um it was like one of those like Saturday morning variety shows, but like for football fans, it featured interesting interviews with footballers. They always had good bands on, they'd have actors on who were like people, you know, football fans and people were interested in, not like it was just it was like cult figures and i really really think that it was um superb i thought i i see i really liked um tim lovejoy obviously and and helen with the the ogs i also really liked um andy goldstein on it when he replaced tim lovejoy i felt like they got rid of him quite quick but i think he prefers radio or certainly at the time he was preferring he wanted to go into radio and he's obviously paved a, a superb career for himself in radio as well. So you can't really follow him. But I haven't really in, watched it a lot since. I've watched the odd one. Um, but, yeah, like Soccer AM has never been the same, really. This, I watch it now and again. I met Tubes at the um, the Mighty Be- Mighty Boosh Festival. I did. I put the picture on one of the thumbnails. Uh, I think it was last week or maybe the week before. But, yeah, I met him. He's a really sound guy. He was um, That was before he gave up drinking. And before I gave up drinking as well, actually. Um, but yeah, it was uh, certainly interesting. Uh, but yeah, it was good, good, good photo. Tell me some of the people you've met, celebrities. What celebrities have you met? And I, the weirder the situation, the better. That's what I want to hear. Um, Will Melio says, I met Lennox Lewis in Cardiff before the Frank Bruno fight. He trained at Star Ledge Center. Imagine that. Such a big fight. Yeah, training at Star Ledge Center. Jesus. Woof. 
Jimmy Hill match of the day. Yeah, Leslie, spot on, mate. That was superb. Uh, Gaz says, uh, will these shows continue? As I know, they were temporary till the new schedule sorted out. Um, so, <clears throat> excuse me, sorry. Um, there, will, there will be some form of this continuing, but um, so when I said about launching the Patreon and stuff, I said nothing that was free was going to be behind a paywall after that or behind like this, the Patreon members thing. This is the only thing which may be because it may be kind of because what one of the, for instance, one of the exclusive content things on Patreon will be like a weekly question and answer. So it'll be like a half hour show where you just get me or me and someone just literally just answering your questions nonstop for 30 minutes. It'll just be like a list of questions which are sent in by the members answered um that's the only thing but i haven't fully fully decided on that uh leslie coke says i met jack charlton in fact sat next to him all night um reese's mum says i saw a very young joe calzaghi boxing on a nikki piper undercard in cardiff it was frozen all night as we were sitting on a covered ice rink oh but that was rough uh kate child says bolo zenden and I met Malcolm Christie, and being cute was power walking away from me as if as, as I was shouting, Malcolm. It's probably like um, Alan Partridge. Dan, Dan, Dan. That would have been. Uh, I can imagine it in the cage. That would have been awesome. Uh, uh, Reese's mum said I had uh, Dan Purse, Robbie Fowler, and Glenn Leuvens. I should probably finish that sentence, shouldn't I, Lorna? Sing three times a lady to me at the Cardiff City Open Day. Oh, that's awesome. That is awesome. Much better than what I well, the way I was going. Sorry, Reese. Um, so yeah, it's uh, well, so I like uh, my local in Atlant uh, in Rada where I used to drink, and I also met my wife, um, through Willie Boland, but we all know that story. Uh, also used to have regular contact with all the the Cardiff City players of the time and a Kavanaugh and all them, they were always in there on a on a Sunday after the you know the game on the Saturday. David Marshall and and Kev and all them lot. Reese says he's okay, he's not sure who his dad is, so I'm hoping it's one of them. Could be anyone, mate. No offense, Reese's mum. Um it could be it sounds like you've got a choice of a few footballers, so that's good. That's good. If you're gonna do someone, uh, do do someone. If you're gonna have, if you're gonna have a, a mystery father, why not be a Cardiff City footballer? And obviously, you've got Kev as your stepdad as well. Um, poor old Reese's mum, she takes some pelters on this. Uh, Leslie Coates says, I'm friends with Jack Brannan from EastEnders. Uh, you did send me the pics, you haven't sent him to be a guest though yet, mate. I'm still waiting. Come on, send me, send me those contact deets. Um, Donna Perry says, I've got a claim to fame with Johan Griffith. All right, but what is the claim to fame? Or do you want me and the people in the chat to guess? Should we guess? Should we all guess what Donna's claim to fame with Johan Griffith is? Because that could, you know, this could, could become 18 plus real quick. No, I think Donna's a very, Donna's a lovely lady. She's most definitely one of those. Johan Griffith, how do you know? How did you meet Johan Griffith, Donna? Do tell. You can't say that. You've got to tell the full story. Um, what else have we got? I don't know what's the matter with me. It's because I'm losing my voice, so I'm just saying anything quickly. That's my excuse, anyway. I apologize, I don't mean to offend anyone if I do. I'm only messing about. Um, 
just checking if anyone else has got any sent in any any people they they knows. Uh, look, Reese's mum is on fire tonight. She says, uh, walking back to Swansea City Centre, boo, with uh, with Reese after an orthodontist appointment, and a guy with a squeaky voice tapped me on the shoulder, and it was Lee. Tr- it was Joe Pasquale. No, it was G- Lee Trundle, and he was with Leon Britton, Nathan Dyer, Robert, Roberto Martinez, and Reese and I stood and did the Ayatollah to them. Now, I, wouldn't you love to have seen that on video? Uh, Will Matthews says, sure, he went to my school a few years above me. Uh, I think you're referring to Johan Griffith. Johan Griffith, um, if that is who you are referring, um, just reminded me, Jimmy Mystery, the actor, well, actor, actor, went to my school. He was a couple of years older than me. Tim Benjamin, um, the Great British runner, was in mine and Gavin's year in school. Um, he was in my class, actually. He used to be quite good friends with Tim back in the day. Um Donna says, I met him in the, Johan Griffith, I met him in the Fulham Monarch when I was 17 and we had a little kiss. I was remembering, th- I always remember thinking he had a big nose. He was in Publicum at the time. What? 17 and in the Philharmonic. Would you believe it? There we go. And I thought Reese's mum was going to win with her confrontation with the Swansea City players. And Donna has just swooped in there, in the pub, underage. And had a, well, 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 well. Would you believe it? That is quite a good claim to fame. I like that. That's a good one. Um, oh, Reese's mum is back again. She says, uh, I was walking through a school hall and there were three men sitting on a table. And I said, hi. And only a few weeks later, I found out it was Michael Sheen. Um, I spoke to Michael Sheen. Um, must have been about 18 months ago. Uh, I spoke to his PR people, I think it was. Um, I was trying to get him on ahead of the world, Homeless World Cup um, to just do an interview and promote it and stuff, but it was really close to it. It was like I'd only found out about it quite late and, and he just didn't have time, unfortunately. But lovely guy, lovely guy, lovely team. Uh, Kate Charles says, Carlos Marin- Marinelli, Robbie Musto, Gary Walsh went to my school. Marinelli was doing loads of football skills, keepy ups, etc. Wish I could have pictured that back in the day. Good effort. Paul Pox, walk, Paul Pox walks around Port Talbot with big headphones on all the time. I don't know who Paul Potts is. The name rings a bell, but I don't know who it is, so you'll have to tell me. Uh, James Costi says, I met Roberto Martinez at Bristol Cardiff game. Leslie Coe says, last time I seen Sheen was in a can, meet Sheen. <laughs> in a can, Mr. Sheen. <laughs> Oh dear, oh dear, what is going on? Um, send your questions in, peeps. Do love a chit chat as always. But, um, yes, yes, yes. Uh, there is no no super care this week. Um, was hoping to do it, but um, I'm losing my voice and also uh, care is not very well as well. So, we're going to leave it for this week. We'll be back next week, though, one way or the other. We'll 100% be back next week. Uh, Paul Potts, Britain's Got Talent winner, I believe. That there you go. That's why I don't know because I've never watched a minute of any of those reality TV shows, X Factor, and all that jazz. Uh, Gaz says, Who will finish higher, Arsenal or Spurs? Well, at this point in time, I'd probably say Arsenal because I don't know, though, see, because Arsenal and Spurs, I think. It's almost like who's going to sack their manager first. 
because I think both managers could be a success if they're given a couple of years. But I've got a feeling like if Arsenal can make it a bit of a comeback now, but I do think if they were to lose a few more heavily, they might they might get rid of him because of the start he had. But I actually do think that Arsenal will probably finish higher. Only just because I think Spurs are absolute toilet this year. And um, Harry Kane I reeks of a man who was stitched up and doesn't want to play for them anymore. Um, he also doesn't look fit. Uh, Reese's mum says Simon Cowell, James Gordon, etc. were filming in Port Talbot during the uh, the voice film, the one voice film about the life of Paul Potts. There you go. Uh, Reese says Arsenal come good under Arteta. Uh, Ollie will be gone soon, thinks Lorna. Oh, I could talk about that in a minute. I don't want to talk about Man United and Cardiff too much because I, I, I'm conscious that we we talk about a bit of Man United on Friday because Rodri supports them and like to get his his insight on how their season's going. And I also conscious of, I don't want everyone just to think that this Monday show is just about Cardiff. However, a few people have asked, do I think Cardiff will win tomorrow? <laughs> no, I do not. Um, I I would love to say a scruffy 1-0 win, like Matthew says there. Uh, and Donna says, I want a 2-0. But West Brom, I think, will be too strong for Cardiff City. Um yeah, I, it's difficult. I, I saw a f- quite a lot of people on social media saying McCarthy out, um, which I was very shocked at because the man had a, such a sensational start to such a sensational start to his career at Cardiff. Kept, you know, we were going towards relegation, nearly did the unthinkable and got us in the playoffs. A lot of people felt like if he had come in a bit earlier, they would have got to the playoffs. But yeah, suddenly there's a lot of people who are very negative about him. I was very negative about him when he came in. I, I accept he did a good job last year. Gavin says uh, five at the back is bullshit. Um, yeah, it is, mate. It is. Doesn't work in the championship um, unless you've got two sensational wing-backs who can get up to give you width and whip the ball into the box for your strikers, but also get back to become part of that five when you need. And you look at the wing-backs we've got, I think each one has got potential for di- in their own ways. Perry and, and, and G is very good Um I've always forget Joel um, Bagan is. I think he's got potential to be good, but then they're not there yet. They're not those. Yes, they they're young and they're fit and they're healthy and they're hungry. They make too many mistakes, particularly positionally for me. We've got no width whatsoever, and it's no no shock that when Giles came on on the weekend, suddenly we looked a little bit more dangerous. But it's too late then. Too late when you're two three nil down. Um, we've been garbage for the last few weeks. And um, I have got a real issue. I don't have an issue. Um, I think it's too soon to be calling for Mick McCarthy's head. But he's got to make a change. And he's got to do it now. Oh, he will be in trouble. And he will be under pressure. The other pro- My other problem with it is he is limited to what he can do with that squad. Because there's no depth. Um Craig Sullivan says Neil Harris got us to the playoffs, didn't help him. Yeah, but he 
he got us to the playoffs and then nearly took us down or looked like he was going to take us down. So I think there's two sides to that. And I suppose, but then what I guess the point you might be making is that, yes, he had a great start to the season, but if Mick McCarthy looks like he's going to take us down, then they should make the same decision, shouldn't they? Is that what you were saying, Craig? I apologise if you were, because now that makes sense to me completely. Um, uh, Gaz says, what's happening with the EFL Championship show? Um, right, so great. So I wanted, I do want to bring the Championship show back. Um, I spoke to Gilo over the last couple of days. He cannot commit to doing it on a weekly basis, unfortunately. Um like he's up there with my sort of first couple of choices to do it. And he was hopeful, but he just can't. And it is, you know, it's, it's a lot of commitment for people to do. Got a couple of backup options. Um, and then I have got another kind of theory about doing something, but that'll be quite complicated for me. And I'm not entirely sure I want to do it. So it's a bit like thing, but if I could put it off, to the standard that I wanted it to be, it would be phenomenal and it would be like no other podcast, football, championship show outside of the mainstream. It would be superb, but I just don't know if it's doable. Um, but I've got a couple of names that I think might be interested in doing the championship show. The other option is to do like a roll-in thing and have a few different players come in. So like they only got to commit to like once a month and have like four hosts join me on a for the championship show that's one option and i think that might obviously be a be an option um i'd rather have the same person each week because you can kind of look back on your predictions and 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 you know look and see so i i i'm 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 in the process of trying to trying to find the right person because it's important to me that it's the right person like me and andy had really good um chemistry we're really good friends and it's got to be the right person um that's why i brought in like started doing the show with Rodri because i feel like we've got really good chemistry and i feel like that's a really good show just a general football show Rodri's not as into the championship as like andy was for instance so it wouldn't have fitted for me to do a championship show with Rodri. and i also quite like the just a general roundup of the football show um, with Rodri and people seem to be enjoying that as well so <laughs> Neil Campbell is a good suggestion there from Cade um, <laughs> uh, Leslie says come back you walk in and uh, hand you some hand you some paper like Dickie Davis uh, she's not really well she's in bed she's um, we got um, we got uh, we got the flu going around the house at the moment I'm the last one standing uh, at the moment so yeah but i had the covid tests and so far so good um neil harris was shit you're right gavin absolute garbage uh so craig says yeah he got us there then a bad run in second season same thing happening with mick but without the playoffs right yeah so you are right craig like neil harris got us to the playoffs just um and then followed it up. He looked like he was going to take us down. And I think we've discussed before between me and Andy and, and you guys that he should have, Neil Harris should have been sacked probably a couple of weeks earlier, but they stuck with him a bit too long. But Mick McCarthy's in danger. Like football the way it is now, there's no, um, there's no, there's you haven't got time. Like if you lose a few games on the bounce, particularly when the football is dire, 
you're, you're going to be out. Um, and I don't think Cardiff City is any different to that. I really don't. Um, of course, I think they'll give him a little bit more time. But if he loses, you know, another three or four without anything, then there could be a problem. Uh, I saw someone saying, Big Sam, um, uh, Reese's mum said, do you think if we had Big Sam, we'd be playing better? No, I don't. There's a couple of reasons. One, the football will be very similar. Two, we haven't got a squad. We haven't, we, we've got no depth whatsoever. You take Ryan Giles out of that squad and we look bang average. And you're talking about Kiefer Moore, who was one of the highest scorers in the championship last year, um, can't, can't get goals because we've got no width whatsoever. We sold all our wingers. so Or we loaned them out and they've got no width. Ryan Giles gets injured or is out of the side. Nothing. No, absolutely nothing. Um, it's garbage. Garbage, should I say. Um, so, no, I don't, I don't want Sam. I do think he's an underrated manager, but as a Cardiff City fan, I don't want him um, because for various reasons. But ultimately, his football is not the, what I want to see. Um, but then on the other hand, do you take Big Sam if he takes you up? And keeps you in the in the Premier League for a season. Would that be if Sam a man had a three year contract with United, with Cardiff from say January this year, and he took you up and then kept you in the championship, uh, kept you in the Premier League for one season and then left? Would you accept that for playing garbage football like we play now? Anyway, put that question to you guys. Tell me what you think. Um, Leslie, speak to me about Middlesbrough, mate. I thought they were going to have a really good season. They had a good start. Neil Warnock was on fire. And um, they what I've seen of them the last couple of weeks have been just as garbage as Cardiff. What's going on? Uh, Donna says, hopefully Giles starts. Well, he's got to start. If he's fit, he's got to start because um, we, we were so bad without him. Um, and Will says, Big Sam is no different to Warnock or McCarthy. And this is what I don't understand. Like, if you're going to get rid of Warnock, for me, I wanted to see someone younger who was going to play attacking football brought in to change things. If you're going to just bring in Warnock for McCarthy for Allardyce, you may as well have stuck with Warnock in the first place. Uh, Gavin Randall says, play 4-4-2 and attack. I agree with you to a certain extent, but who are you playing as your wingers? Because we haven't got no wingers. And it's... There's no point in just slotting any old person in there because they won't give they'll cut inside and they'll tuck inside and you won't still won't get the width if you've got a central midfielder playing as a winger. Um so let me know who you'd play. If you were playing four four two, who would you play as the wingers for you? Um Neil Harris for sure. Yeah. Uh Matthew says I'll be throwing Josh's chicken nuggets in the way of the dugout if he isn't. Um that's, uh, Luke, let's have a look. Uh, can you do rotating guests on the championship show? Same, yeah. So the thing with that, Will, is um, like what I don't want to do with that. What I'm concerned with is when you haven't got someone who's committed week in week out. Is I don't want I don't want to be scrambling for guests. So like when we used to do the football show with Andy on a Monday, we used to book guests for like six to eight weeks. When I do the fight shows, I book them in like six to eight week blocks. Because I never want to be at a position where it's Wednesday and I haven't got a guest for Friday. Um, 
because he's just stressful as hell. Um, so I have there's I got a couple of little options I'm looking into. I, I do want to bring the championship back, championship show back, and obviously depending on who it's with and stuff like that. The plan in my head is to do the championship show Friday because I felt like that worked. Just like the start, you preview, you can look towards the weekend, but also you can cover the midweek games and the, the previous weekend's games. So if that's the case, we'll move the Rodri show to Wednesdays. Um, and then Super Kev would be either after one of those every other week or on a Thursday. Um, Donna will get a wish soon and there'll be shows on every night, every single night of the week. And my wife will murder me and bury me in the garden. Um, let's have a look. Let's have a look. Uh, Donna Perry says, I want Frank Lampard. He's the forgotten, forgotten man. Uh, Frank Lampard is kind of city manager. Well, I'm not sure about that, but I'd be open to it. I want to see these young managers get a chance. I want to play decent football, and um, we're not, and we haven't done for a long time. Um, uh, hope's all well, side. Gav says, Hope's all well. My wife's got the flu as well. Yeah, it's a brutal. Um, it's, um, and Leslie says the same flu or a bug doing the rounds and all my family being bad. Um, do the COVID tests. That's all you can do. And do the COVID tests and they come back negative. And you've just got the flu. Um, Palace versus Brighton. Tough one to call tonight, I think. It is very tough. Um, I think Brighton will take it. But it's a tough one. A tough one to call, that is. I, I would say Brighton 2-1. Same as James Costley says there. But uh, I've been quite impressed with Vieira's um, Palace, particularly against Tottenham. I thought they were very, very good. Uh, Donna says, what do you think about beer maybe being allowed to be drunk at your seat in football? Um, I think it's about time. Um, but as Gavin points out, there is a risk that people will throw the plastic glasses. You're always going to get people who will kind of spoil it for others. But... I don't know. Like at the end of the day, you can do it at the rugby, you can do it at the cricket. Like cricket, you literally sit there all day drinking and they seem to manage it. Rugby the same. So, you know, it is what it is, isn't it? Um there's always gonna be people. Uh Matthew says I'm not a big drinker, so to be honest, it doesn't bother me. You can see how it would make be hard work in certain parts of the ground. Yeah. Um uh, yeah, and Gavin says there, no one's job is safe in football. It doesn't matter who you are. I completely agree with that. Like, the no manager is is uh, is safe in anything. Um, I, however, I do disagree with you, Gavin. And as when you say Sal Allardyce is too good for Cardiff City, absolutely not. Cardiff City, like Birmingham, Nottingham Forest, um, a few other clubs, it's a sleeping giant. If you can get the right owners and the right manager in there, they could be, you know, as Wales is capital city, they need, they had an influx of money and the right manager. They could go all the way to the Premier League and become a top 10 club. I believe the the infrastructure is there, but while the debt is there, until you, unless you get a, a billionaire owner who's going to pump money and clear the debts and fund the squad rebuilding, it's going to be a long old role. It's... Um, Reese says it's uh, it's a catch twenty two. Sal, keep for more. 
use the money to invest, but then you've got no striker or you keep more, but they've got no service and his goals dry up and you lose the value of the player. That I agree with. Um, um, and I saw, I think it was Cade mentioned some of the players which Sam signed back in the day, like Okocha and Diorkaev and, you know, and Campo, all these incredible players. Of course, oh, of course he did. Um, and he's vastly responsible for bringing sports science to the to British football and to mainstream football. I've, I've got so much respect for Sam Allardyce. I think he gets criticised for his style of football, in the, particularly in his early days, um, unfairly. But when you look at what he's done in recent years, in the I'm talking like the last five to ten years, the football has been very similar to what Mick McCartney, you know, his percentages and long throws and set pieces. And there's nothing wrong with that. Is it's a way of being successful. There's all different ways to play football. But for me, I'm fed up of seeing that style of football. For I want to see some good attacking football. Like listening to Jay Bothroy talk to Kev um, and all the players talking about Chopra and, and McCormack and all these exciting players, Chris Burke and Wits and all these players. They were so exciting, playing unbelievable football. Did we achieve all that we should have with those players? No, of course we didn't. But we had a fun time watching it. Now, we're not achieving anything. We're playing boring shit football. So it's just miserable. At least back then, it was exciting. You were fighting for playoffs. You were fighting to go up. You failed, but you failed. You lost 4-3. 3-2, uh, whatever. It's, I'd rather that myself than lose a drubbing like get, I guess stuffed by teams you should be beating or losing dire boring games three two nil two one I give me that all the time JJ Kocha was quality uh big Sam had some great fo football players at bottom some quality players but all depends what players you have and yeah and that's the thing isn't it if you've got a budget and you could pay the wages you can afford to bring in those players um, and at that time, Bolton had a bit of a, a wage budget when Sam, Mam, uh, Sam, Mam, Sam Allardyce was there. So he was able to, you know, he was able to bring in those players and pay their wages. Obviously, wages back then weren't what they are now as well. But then look at Bolton now. Um, but yeah, it's interesting. Um, I wonder, Craig says, Kyle's under 23 is playing some really good football. Another win today. That's five on the bounce. Youngsters doing well. Even bringing our 16-year-old who's scored a few games ago. Yes, indeed, mate. I, I look. I'm all for bringing, bring, bring some young players in. Let's try and make it different. Uh, Garen Coles left an angry emoji at the bottom of the screen. I don't know why. I don't know what we've done, Garen, but I apologise profusely. Um, but there we go. Um, get your questions in and uh, ask. Table, I know, it all needs updating, right? Welcome, my friend. Um, yeah, it all needs updating. I am going to get around to doing a updating the table and stuff. It's just just time, 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 time. I haven't got enough. Um, City are going to trial safe standing, Will says. Great news is sitting down at football is ruining the game. It's only a disappointing thing. With the trials, there's only the back five rows of the counter stand. Yeah, look, safe standing should have been implemented probably about two years ago now, isn't it? Let's be honest. 
and they've dragged their feet dragged their feet uh gavin randall says giles on the and joe rolls on the wing um for me joe rolls hasn't got the, the pace he hasn't got the pace to be to give us the width that we would need however i'll put the question back to you um gav could joe rolls be our david beckham in he's got a good delivery hasn't got the pace to beat um you know to beat a man but he could whip crosses in from all over maybe that could be a shout i'd be, I'd be interested to hear people's views on that um donna perry says sounds brilliant would love a show every night yeah maybe one day get find me find me some sponsors to pay me um to do a show every night and i'll do a show every night do a breakfast show and a drive time show um get your questions in um gavin randall sam a man did well for west ham uh and newcastle yeah i don't doubt it he's not a bad manager i'm just fed up with that slide football mate that's my problem uh andy leg yeah could be a show andy campbell mate simon simon assistant manager that's what i say uh Karen said oh, i was i was watching the football and my fingers slipped have these no i uh, i was only playing mate i assumed that was the case it's very easy to um it's very easy to leave the wrong emoji actually in it it's uh it's one of them and it's but yeah. um let's have a look what else we've got uh reese david evans says joe rolls is to me is the jack of all master of none not good enough to defend to play the ball winning ball winning role not creative enough to be a number 10 a decent box to box yeah i think that could be part of his part of his problems um right last few minutes so get your questions in and let's all have a party I'm having fun this evening, which is interesting because I'm normally very uncomfortable doing these shows. I think it's because I know my voice is going to go at any point. So I'm kind of just like, just winging it and loving it. But um, let's see what questions you people have got for us, for me, in the last few minutes. Um, let's have a look-see. Right. What division are Middlesbrough ladies in? I do not know. Is the question. I think they're in the northern. Oh, I did tell me. Northern conference. No, northern league one. Uh, let's have a look at Buddha ladies. Um, I don't know. I don't know. Buddha women. Boyle women, the FA National League. Uh, they took a bit of a heavy defeat. Their reserves are doing exceptionally well, um, which we talked about a little bit last week. Um, let's have a Luxie. I'm sure when he, someone in the chat might be able to tell me quicker than I can look it up, to be fair. Um, fourth tier, I think he said. It's, yeah, I think uh, National League North. There you go. Um Indeed. 
Indeed, indeed, indeed. There we go. Um, yeah, I don't follow Middlesbrough. So I should follow him and then I would know, right? You are right. Um, right, let's go. Um, Gaz says, can you let us know what the schedule will on, look like on the channel in a few weeks? Monday, Wednesday, Friday, Saturday, every week. Um, and then every other week, there will be a show, pre-recorded show released on Saturday and a live show on a Thursday or after the shows on a Wednesday and a Friday. Um, but there will also be some, when the Patreon is launched, there will also be another uh one weekly show and two one weekly show one two weekly show and one monthly show which will be exclusive is andy camel coming back um i hope so i do not know yet right um we are due to have a conversation over the next couple of weeks we kind of as we discussed on the last show he did we were going to give about give him about six weeks to bed in and see but I've got to be honest that, um, right, like, this is just my opinion, by the way, and this is not anything which I've discussed with Andy since we initially talked to all you guys about what was going on. Um, but basically, in my opinion, I don't think he'll be able to because I think it's just too much because he's he's doing, he's managing the first team, he's involved with the reserves, he's doing other stuff behind the scenes to try and move Middlesbrough ladies over. I would like to hope that he could come. I hope, I really hope he could come back and do maybe at least one show. I just don't know if he's going to be able to. And what I, you know, at the end of the day, I want him to succeed as a manager. And um, what I wouldn't want to do is like, I don't want to put any pressure on him to, to, to do the podcasts or podcast so it's it's difficult we'll speak to him um and you know i'm in regular contact with him i speak to him but i just don't speak to him about the podcast because i don't want to put any pressure on him it needs to be his decision he needs to be able to do what he's got to do day to day and then decide if he's able to commit to doing the podcast as well because people don't realize the amount of work that goes in behind the scenes getting guests and all that sort of stuff it is a time consuming but hopefully fingers crossed right because um you know i would really really be very disappointed if we're not able to pick up where we left off in some form um there we go that's the best i can do it sorry uh look uh donna perry says what do you watch in your free time telly wise i do not watch television at all i watch netflix i watch disney plus and i watch amazon prime and i watch youtube i do not watch anything else other than football um on a iptv stick fire stick um i don't watch real tv like i don't watch tv like in real time should i say i can't even i a non-sporting event if you took all the sporting events out i haven't watched foot tv in real time i reckon 
must be coming on eight years, I reckon. It must be. I just don't I just don't do it. Just haven't done it. Like I just I don't even everything's just so easy in it. You can watch it on your tablet, you watch it on your iPad, your laptop, whatever. And it just is what it is. Um I didn't even watch Match of a Day in real time. I watch it a bit later and start so I can fast forward through the bits I don't like. Um Garen says, can we get Mehmet back on? I'm not going to read the rest, Brent, because I want to get Mehmet back on. But, yeah, he'll come on back on at some point. Um, just obviously got a man. He's got a lot going on in the season. Uh, Andrew Williamson says, Middlesbrough Ladies FA uh, Women's Premier League and play at the Bedford Terrace Billingham, home of former Manchester United defender Gary Pastor's first senior club, Billingham Town. Thank you for that, Andrew. I appreciate that, mate. That's what I like to hear. Um, let's have a look. Walking Dead has gone to Disney Plus for the final season, mate. I got to say, Disney Plus is well worth the money. They've put the price up now. I think it's like seven ninety nine. Might even have gone up to nine ninety nine, but for a tenner at Disney, I'm all over the Disney Plus. Disney Plus is. If I had to choose between Netflix and Disney Plus, I would take Disney Plus. Um, but I'd rather keep them both. Let's be honest. Uh, let's have a look. Reese says recently finished How to Be a Tyrant and Down to Earth with Zach Efron. Both documentaries, great shows. Who's your favorite YouTuber? Um, so I tend to watch podcasts on YouTube as opposed to YouTubers. Um, but one which I do watch is Jack Mate. I do like his stuff because he he's kind of different to the usual kind of YouTube thing. Um, I'm trying to think what else I watch, like. Have a Word podcast, in my opinion, is the best podcast probably in the world. But Have a Word, check it out, is the funniest podcast out there. I'm a patron of theirs as well because it's so good. Um, they are their following is everything which I want my podcast in the future to be. Uh, just having like thousands of hardcore followers who just enjoy everything you put out because the quality is good enough and that's what i want to get to is where people just enjoy all the shows um and put everything out uh da, 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 da. do you remember the premiership show on itv yeah i used to like that and the theme tune you're right there mate that was good stuff um don't watch any so i used to be we used to watch eastenders in the pub donna um yeah, saying about subs um I will still be coming to Middlesbrough, Leslie, um, but I don't know when yet. Mike, um, I'm definitely going to be coming to Middlesbrough. Just I'll be coming up to see like see Andy and stuff. It's just a case of whether I come up to watch Middlesbrough versus Cardiff, whether I come up to watch Middlesbrough ladies play, whether I come up just just come up to see him or whatever. Um, people keep uh, Reese. Still recommended Gamora to anyone who wants a great show. Probably the best thing on TV. It's all in Italian, but well worth it. Um, yeah, I've been recommended by so many people Gamora, and I love. I don't mind stuff with subtitles and stuff like that. I quite, quite enjoy. I've seen a couple of good Korean ones on Netflix, um, but I just I've just never got around to Gamora. There's a couple on my list which I've just never got around to doing it. Uh, rate my takeaway is good, says uh, Andrew Williamson. Yeah, there's a couple. There is a couple of YouTubers which I could sort of keep an eye on, um, 
but I wouldn't say I've got like a favorite. I tend to watch podcasts more than anything. Um, let's have a look. Well, uh, Rye says, Andy brought me here and I miss him. Yeah, mate, I bet you don't miss him as much as I do. I can tell you that much. Um, but, you know, such is life, unfortunately, my friend. Um, but I'm hoping, hoping, fingers crossed. No, I've never been to Borough. I want to try a Parmo. That's the aim. Um, yeah, look, I hope, I really, really hope he could come back. But um, is what it is, mate. Um, but I've we have got some plans, and and like I said, I would say right, you should check out the show with Rodri on Fridays. Really um, being good the last couple, I think they've got better with each show, and um, it's uh, it's really really uh, really good general football show. No sort of chat. It's not just championship, not just Premier League. We do talk about Man United for the first quarter of the show, just because he's a Man United fan and they're so up and down. I like to see where he's at, um, but his knowledge of football is phenomenal, and um, look, you know, he's got some good stories and stuff like that. Uh, Leslie says, make sure you try to get Parmo from a nice place, not the pizza shops. Well, you have to recommend me some places. Yes, I've already done my Super 6. Absolutely. Uh, Andrew says, do you watch, go and watch Cardiff Devils? Great ice hockey team and a great sport to watch. I used to watch Cardiff Devils when I was a kid. Um, I went a few times because my one of my friends who sadly passed away in early 20s, he was a really good hockey player. He, um, I think he might have even been in like the Cardiff Devils kids teams. He was really good, but unfortunately, um, he died when like early twenties. Um, I miss him a lot. He was a lovely, lovely man, and uh, and every now and again I'll go and see his his mum and his family. Every now and again, I saw his, I spoke to his sister actually, um, fairly recently. And just right, I'm gonna text Rodri about Super Six now. Uh Leslie says I recommend you three places that's won awards for the best parmos. Yes, good stuff. That's what I want to hear. Uh Rye says I missed the Rodri shows, forgetting about it. But if I remember, I'll tune in this week. Get your notifications on, mate. And uh, everyone will tag you now. You said that. Um, as you listen to Rodri dropping over in Man United last, that's it, mate. Um, check it, download right, do me a favor. Go download the audio versions of the previous four right Roger Gig shows, and um, that's what we like to do. Promote, 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 but download the audio versions, my peeps. That's what I want to see. Um, there was another question which I was going to get to, and I cannot remember where it was. Right, you've got three minutes to send me an interesting conversation, and then I'm done. Dunsky, it's supposed to be a 45 minute show, but you all sent me loads of questions. Um, Cade said, Buzzing, you're still doing these podcasts though. If not, I'd be gutted. Oh, mate, they'll be going, we'll keep going and going. Um, if things got to change, they got to change, mate. I got some plans. Um, and one, and yeah, like live podcasts, you're right, right, uh, right, uh, right. The Roderick Giggs ones are live, mate, as well on a Friday, just in case you didn't know. Um, but yes, um, one option for the Monday one. If I if Andy cannot come back to do the guest show, um, is that I'll change my story to a live show on a Monday, and I will literally just get guests from 
all over the place. Um, and like, if you've seen some of the previous episodes of my story, I had some quite big names on there. So if we can get that level of guest and actors and writers and stuff, I think that there's a there's a there's an opportunity there to to make a series which is different to other podcasts who have these same people on because it's live and you get that interaction. And I feel like that's what made the AC Footy Show stand out. Um, like it's different, like having that instant interaction with with the guest, with a footballer who you idolise or whatever, being able to ask him a question in real time. I feel like that's what gave us or made us different to other football shows who might have the same guests. And I felt like the the thing with it is like one thing that some other podcasts have got over us is that they do it in a studio and stuff like that. So we had to come up with a way to sort of counteract that and doing a live podcast with guests and footballers and stuff like that, of course, was the way we did it. And I think we did it very well. And I hope, hope that we can get that going. Uh, Will says, live live version of my story would be great. Leslie says, great show, uh, good show, Simon, considering you did it on your own. Yes, mate. Uh, it's, it's a struggle sometimes. But you guys have been very interactive this evening. And I've been talking the bollocks. Andrew Will, uh, Williams says, have you seen Money Heist yet? I haven't seen that. It is on my list. Um, um, Donna says, watching Kev not live that time with Jay because he was on so late wasn't the same. Yes. And uh, unfortunately, that was just unavoidable. But um, obviously, the plan with Kev is to is to um to do always do those shows live that's the point is to be unscripted and for people i want all my plan with the kev show was always i didn't just want to do mean kev talking about football i wanted people to get to know the kev that i know and the funny guy and and stuff like that and i feel like people are starting to really that's getting a bit of a bit of steam that one clickbait don't spoil that um whoever i just saw someone write something about clickbait i might have got one episode of that left to watch with my wife probably gonna watch that tonight hopefully um but that's yeah you're right that's very good um uh reese says to be honest i you do yours and the guests are in the house probably makes them more relaxed and they probably give up more stories they wouldn't if you did it in a studio yeah it's there's 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 positives and negatives to both i also like ultimately one of the things which holds me back is my own health and it means that i cannot do i can't put out as many clips as i should i should put out like at least a clip a day of the various shows i've done and do do but i just i haven't got the time to make the clips all the time and i've looked at like trying to get my son to do it but it's difficult for me to expect him to do it with his schoolwork and stuff like that and my older son's doing his a level so he can't do it and my younger son a bit too young to do it so it's it's, it's hard uh will says think the jay and kev show was better with less interaction from us because he was just listening to them relive old times and yeah that was one of the things that people really seem to enjoy that episode that episode's one of the most downloaded and watched episodes um, but it was just unfortunate. I think it would have been even bigger if it hadn't been on so late, but um, it's been watched afterwards. Um, so, look, guys, I've got to go. 
uh, Kate Charles says, any name, any guest you can sort out, uh, can sort a name who wanted the big fee to come on. Um, I think I talked about this a couple of weeks back. There was a cricketer who asked for money. Um, there's been one footballer who asked us for money. Um, but I'm not going to... Yeah, I'm not going to be... Um, I can't really name them. I can't even remember if I named them before. But I just think do it or don't do it. If you don't want to do it, don't do it. But don't ask for money of someone who's not making any money. You know, it's come on. Like if I was um, making a fortune from this and it was paying my bills, then fine, maybe. Or if you're traveling to my studio, then, you know, that's okay. Um, I'd pay someone's travel to come on the show. I ain't paying you like a few hundred quid to come and speak to me on a Zoom call for 20 minutes. <laughs> it ain't happening. Right, guys and girls and boys and people of all ages, it's been a pleasure, pleasure. Um, I cannot tell you which footballer asked for money because um, it wasn't a conversation which I had. Um, you people are funny. Smogon of Time says you can interview me for free. Thank you very much. I appreciate that massively, mate. What are you going to... Did I name the cricketer? Craig says I named the cricketer. <laughs> yeah, I did. There you go. Um, nice one, guys. I appreciate it massively. Um, I appreciate the support. It's um, it's tricky speaking to yourself in these cameras, as I've said before. But um, I appreciate you guys sticking with me. And um, uh, Rai says, would you do a, a fans episode of my story? Um, so with that one, because my story, I've... Um, Spent a lot of time and effort cultivating uh, contacts, guests, and stuff like that. And I've built that series up, and it's got better and bigger with each episode. Um, I probably wouldn't do a fans episode of that. However, what I might do is come up with a, a different series, maybe, for something like that. Um, I, I very, 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 very quickly. Um, oh, oh. I saw Gav. Uh, Gaz, Gaz just said a super chat. He says, love these solo shows. Gov, nice one, mate. Appreciate that massively. All uh, all very helpful. Um, I couldn't possibly, I couldn't even tell half the stories about my early 20s and teenage years. But, um, yeah, it is. Right. If someone asks me an interesting question, I'll answer one more question. One more question. If someone asks an interesting one, if not, I'm going to go. Going once, going twice, three times a lady. Right. Someone sent a comment. Let's have a look what that is. Uh, new comments. My son says, how are you? I'm fine. How are you? We should get to bed. Um, Sorry, tell us one of your stories from your 20s. I would have if the comment above you wasn't my 12-year-old son. So we'll have to leave that one for another time. Um, oh, you can't see it because it's on YouTube. Um, Gaz says, did you say you're doing a podcast somewhere else? Right, yes. So I've got two podcasts coming up where I'm uh, traveling to uh, go on someone's podcast. Um, I'm doing a podcast with Rodri uh, to promote our show. Um, 
soon. Um, I can't I can't name it yet because we haven't set down a date and I don't want to curse it. But uh, me and Roger are going to do a show together, go as, as guests. Um, and I'm also going to be going on another podcast to tell my story. And that will be kind of like the the launch of the My Story series as well. Uh, Andrew Williamson, what was the first band you saw? The first band I saw live was the Australian Doors, which was a Doors cover band. Um, I also saw Jamiroquai, Oasis, James, and a few other bands around that time as well. Made a good little gig life at that point. Um, okay, that's me done. Good luck, Donna, with your marathon on the weekend. I know you'll kill it again. Um, all the support. Oh, right. What's, who's your favourite Cardiff City player of all time? My favourite Cardiff City player of all time is... Andy McNaughton. Yeah, I don't know. It's different. Um, and Aidan Louie, my son, says, do you think you could do a podcast on games analysing popular games? I do think I could do that. If only I had a host who could help me out. I wonder who that could be. Me and my son are going to launch a Twitch, we think, playing some games, talking to each other. So we'll do like a podcast with me talking to my son, but we'll be playing games at the same time. It, um, you know, yeah. Guys, it's a pleasure. I love you all. I appreciate you all massively. Thank you so much for the support. It's been a tricky, tricky uh, five or six weeks, but I promise you there is light at the end of the tunnel one way or the other. One way or the other, we've got to take this game over. Um. Stop asking interesting questions. Will Melu says, Willie Boland introduced you to your wife, and he's not your favourite kind of city player. Uh, he didn't introduce me to my wife. He gave us a push towards taking a chance. <laughs> All right, guys, nice one. Appreciate you. Take care. Be good. Donna, win the marathon. Just be emotional. Sports Social Podcast Network.